post. It's a good delivery, and Kizzy's there, and it's in! Joe Kizzy! And Jacob Greaves has touched it in! Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Anytime Notebook. Hope you're well. The spiritual home of goal scorer betting and value losers. I'm talking about the bets there, John, not us. But um, we're back tomorrow. There's a first date for your diary with the opening Anytime Notebook of the season. Firstly, though, you will remember last week, we stumbled through around about, what, 120 minutes of EFL opinion. Dig them out if you want to check them out on your favorite podcast platform. If you haven't had your fill of anti-post opinion, which I imagine most people might just have had, but we will thank you for your listenership anyway. What we did say at the end of those podcasts was that we check in before the season kicked off, refine, refresh, share some positions that we've taken up. We're about to do just that right now. Joining me as always, the man with the keys to the EFL supercomputer, John Bywater. Good evening, John. Thank you, Gav. Yeah, it has been copied this week. The supercomputer. Um, I'm currently in currently in talks with my legal team. I've seen that. I've seen that on. Um, the only thing that was surprising it wasn't Carlton Palmer that yeah, was at the yeah, was at the he, wheel. Yeah, he he wasn't operating it. It was uh, is it Sport Bible or whatever they're called? Um, it sounds like those those great those banter things. banter people. Yeah. I remember banter. I remember those. Yes. Um, yeah. Good huge. old days when you could be offensive. <laughs> there we go. Uh, John, I think reflecting back on, we, hey, we got on the right side of some selections and I don't think we got on the wrong side of too many. We got on the um, uh, apathetic. Says hello. Oh, <laughs> apart, from, <laughs> apart from that, yes. we were. There was a few apathetic um, sides that we got on that we haven't seen much movement. We'll talk about all of those. More markets, I guess, have gone up now, long enough for them to look kind of like relatively efficient. I was waiting for the Sporting Index season points totals to go up, which would speak a bit about, I think, when we come to kind of League Two, that area. But all in all, we're not too bad. If we were, I don't know, if we were measuring what closing line value, we wouldn't have disgraced ourselves. I've, I've dropped in. People begin to think we know what we're talking about, John. I've dropped in the words closing line value there. Um, bit technical, that, for us. Um, that's it. <laughs> stick to the supercomputer. Stick please. to the supercomputer. John, should we start off with the championship where, um, yeah, top three seem all the rage still, right? Yeah, they're still all the rage, uh, the three relegated sides. Uh, Leeds seem to be the, the latest um, sea of blue the last few days for... Uh, whatever reason, uh, Ipswich had seen that after that initial surge stop. They've certainly seen a, another surge this week in the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also started to be some nibbles for Norwich um, uh, last few days. And you mentioned Bristol City, didn't you? They, they're the only side outside of that front lot that have been nibbled out of those. Yeah, and I wonder whether, I was thinking about Bristol City the last few days. You, you kind of... Alex Scott's impending departure, right? Good, could. Yeah. I wonder whether that happening. might be a bit more. I'm not that bothered. Quickly now. Sorry? Maybe they could do with it happening a bit quicker now. But. Yeah, yeah. I'm not not that, I've kind of accepted that he will go in, 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 into my opinion of Bristol City, but there could be yeah. an extra few points of value, couldn't there, once people reflect on, on him going. What, what do you think about this? It, I mean, you're right, it switch. I've, it's this preview season. 
I think the Racing Post had some good words. I know Nick Goff had some good words on the Racing Post um, podcast thing as well. They're the hip. They're the hipster selection. I would suggest. <laughs> yeah, I, I know we're. I know we're fans of contrarian opinion here, John, aren't we? But um, hey, if I hear one more person say, "Well, there's a strong league one last year," and um, yeah. you know. Connor Chaplin's had two seasons in the championship already and scored what a dozen goals, I think, in both of those. Freddie, Freddie Ladapo, what was part of that Rotherham side that got relegated? He didn't score. We said about George Hurst, he hadn't scored in 40 odd appearances. I think there's next to no championship experience in that back four. Harry Clark had, what, half a season at Stoke, I think. Um, prices look about right to me but just uh mm. it's a proper division this isn't it it's not like yeah it's not I, like forest I, green I, and Morecambe every too, week I think, but, I think they're too short now to be honest mm. um the it's all right saying it was a strong league one which it was at the top but you know that's i can't see how you can say that isn't factored into the price now mm. more than more than so it's not really showing you're not sort of telling anyone anything you know, they can't see by that um and I just, yeah, I don't think the, I think the whole, a lot of the thesis behind what I've heard people say is um, oh, McKenna's a great coach. Mm. And, okay, yeah, he's a promising coach. Um, he's not, it's not Paul McKenna, the hypnotist. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not the, uh, he's not the next, uh, is he the next Guardiola or something? I mean, it is just a hell of a job to win this league. And I just remember, I just remember like, I just remember coming up from, you know, when Coventry came up from League One, and the, the difference couldn't be more starker, right? There, there are, you know, teams like teams like Swansea and teams like West Brom, they still they still frighten the living daylights out of me, right? We're just like proper championship sides, good pedigree, know what they're doing. It's just a, you know, yes, it was a strong division last year in, in League One, but... Wow, you know, every game is is competitive, and there was whilst it was a strong division in League One, there was still probably a dozen or so games that were just you know steering jobs, weren't they, for for, for half of that division last year? So, hey, not not um not getting on the bandwagon about the love in for Ipswich, but um, hey, big tests, big tests lie ahead. In fact, I looked at kind of bottom half prices, and there didn't seem any mileage in that either. So. That was a that was three minutes well spent of not having much of an opinion about Ipswich, John. Congratulations to us. Um, what about goal scorer wise within the division? Uh, it's still interesting, isn't it? It still looks impossible to pick who's going to start favourite in less mm. than two days um, or one day with the Friday night game. Um, since we last spoke, Iniatro the big drifter looks like he's leaving, or at least it did last week. Uh, same comments for. Trey Adams, who seems to be now linked with Everton after nearly every nearly every other side, um, Joel Piero has been absolutely smashing them in in all preseason. But I did see Duff saying that he thinks still thinks he will leave. Uh, he doesn't want him to, but he said he can't do anything about it. Um, Ross Stewart was backed because it looked like Southampton were going to buy him. Um, mm. And then that seemed to cool down again. Um, you'll mention Ellis Sims seems quite popular in the market, doesn't he? Uh, only 20s yes. left now, a little bit of 20s left. Yeah, thanks to um, Lee Tennant, who listened to the Championship podcast, I was quick to point out that there were some 33s available in the market as well. So, so when we'd posted, see the 33s. You got, your, you got your agents out, did you? The- oh, I got my um, market scourers were doing a good job. So I don't forget 
I mean, you don't trust uh, uh, no one trust Oddschecker <laughs> these days, right? It's, no, Oddschecker is about as reliable as the supercomputer. <laughs> it's probably worse, to be honest. Um, there we go. This bit's popular. You put him up, and um, mm. I got plenty of uh, glowing words about you selecting him. Um, was it Mark Mark Landon? Was it who selected? Who uh, mentioned him? I think on the uh, Racing Post pod. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I must admit, I did. I sent you this message. I did laugh when I saw that Joe Rankin Costello had been added at. I uh, it was a hundred to one. Um, <laughs> if you really, if you really just want to have a laugh, you could back him. Uh, I did say at the time. I wondered whether um, I shared this on the with some of the not the top twenty people because like, I know that they're. Hey, if any of them are listening, some some great insight on there. But he is a player that you know they love. And um, I just wondered whether he'd just been put in just to see whether, you know, whether they could extract just for a laugh. Just, just, yeah. just, just try and extract a bit of money from a particular group of people that um that um that love him. Um, but yeah, um, nice to see him priced up. Uh, Bristol City. I mean, we we opened up talking about Bristol City. Plenty of goals in in pre season for them. No movement on Conway. I've backed him at fifties. Oh. Still available at fifties. I think he scored a hat trick and a couple of others as well. But but um, if if you put any stock in. Pre-season form, then Bristol City have been scoring lots and lots of goals. Um, what about League One? Should we head on to League One? Oh no, no, uh, let, let's stay in the Championship, John, because it, yeah. you, you talked about the money for Norwich. In fact, you, what you think one of the things you always talk about is looking at money potentially for a side in the outrights, and then looking for you know, it's probably more value ways to get with them through on goal scorers. And I think um, Norwich continues to be a good angle one. Yeah, because the I mean they're not directly linked because obviously you know it's not like an exact science, but mm. what you quite often see and it's always been the case and still is um, like a big move for Ipswich over the last week again, and none of their strikers have shortened at all. Mm. Um, you think about that logically, one doesn't really match with the other. You know, one for them to have a to win the league that they'll be up there they're going to one of them's going to have to have a really good season you'd mm. think um, same with Norwich with the, the little nibble there um, I was keen on Josh Sargent 10 days ago whenever we, we did that one um, at the time I wasn't entirely certain he would be playing as the main man up front but he's taken the number nine shirt uh, lovely poachers finish against Olympiacos in a recent friendly and I did dig up these quotes from him, which was I think they're from last week. Um, about no, I was about taking the number nine shirt. He said, "I wanted the number nine. I like being the number nine. I like being the main striker. I'm ready to have a good season." Um, you like that there? That's, that's that's confidence. <laughs> only only because was it how many games was Pookie injured in? How many games into the season last season was Pookie injured? I just remember him. That's the thing about Josh yeah. Sargent. He always gets excited when there's an opportunity to play through the middle, doesn't he? And he's like, it's almost desperation. Well, he done it a lot. That's the thing. <laughs> if you go, you, you hate you hate Josh Sargent. I can't wait for him to score 30. No, I like, I, 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 um, nice. I, you're I your anti Josh Sargent. I was on it at big prices last year when he. Um, oh no, you were. Yeah, you forgot that. Yeah, that was about hundreds from last. But there's just his quotes are. You know, they're like <laughs> it always comes <laughs> across like that it's like, for God's sake, just play me through the middle. <laughs> yeah, he um he go, he went on to say I'll miss out a bit because it's very long. Um, I didn't play the whole last season as a striker, but it was my first as a professional being able to play through the middle at times. <laughs> 
I think that proves where I'm most comfortable and it's where I can be of most use. Since David Wagner came in, he told me that I was a striker, I'd be playing striker and I wouldn't be playing out wide. So that's quite encouraging. Uh, He's definitely going to get a decent run. There's been more talk about more of a bromance between him and Ashley Barnes. They seem like the the next... um, Hot and Beck's reading some of the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> They're loving each other. Ashley Barnes talking up Sergeant big time a few days ago. So I don't know whether that's just to build him up or whatever, but as I said before, a nice battering round for him and hopefully he can just do mm. the job of standing in the middle a bit more. I like it. I like it. We were, we were talking pre-press and record about the money that Coventry is spending, which I think they're spending wisely. And Hadji White oh. might just about to be into that, that goal scorer market, 13 two seasons in Turkey, scored against the Dutch in the World Cup as well. Just thinking of um, maybe a half-decent top American market, wouldn't it? I guess you got Hadji White, Josh Sargent, I guess you had to throw in that old DK as well, if he ever manages to get fit. But um yeah, that would be a that would be a tasty market. A good um if anyone would like to price that up, that'd be a good one. Um oh, the price up ranking Costello, they they might price that up. <laughs> at least the least we can expect is a a niche top American goal scorer in the championship market. Um John, you when I read your notes yesterday, um Hey, there was a name on there, which is, hey, what we come to expect from you, particularly astute. Talk to us a bit about, what, Middlesbrough's new number nine. Yeah, we have a new name. Um, It's Morgan Rogers, who was firstly only priced up by one firm at hundreds, uh, which is still the top price. Um, Interesting player, really. I saw him twice at Blackpool last season. I thought he was the best player on the park. He did a lot of dirty work there, out wide, like a wide defensive forward role. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically very good, as you expect from a Manchester City player at the time. Um, one thing that I did note with him, he, he's only played 14 career games as a centre forward and he scored six goals in those games. So that, that's fine. His overall record, even though he's young, isn't very good now because... He has been played uh, even in wide midfield or as a wide forward. Um, what's caught, what brought my attention to this was Michael Carrick said, I think it was last week now, um, he's a good finisher. Technically, he's a really good finisher. It's just that number nines, strikers who live or make their living in and around the box, thrive off chances, and it's a slightly different mentality. Now, in pre-season... He's mainly been the middle one of three with uh, Fours and Matt Crooks, um, which is an interesting three. Um, uh, With Akpom still injured and not signing the new contract, and I think today it's Sheffield United are the latest signing for him. Mm -hmm. I think he's done. You definitely, we didn't like him anyway, but you you definitely can't like him now. Um, You should be looking with Rodgers that, at least to start the season, you've got a number nine for a side that's quite near the top of the market. Now, he will need a good start to cement the role, but it's not massively different to how Carrick adapted Akpom, is it, really? Mm. Um, he was a bit of a non-scoring forward in a way and didn't always play down the middle. Um, at the hundreds, I think he's worth a spin, but... Even though it's a big price, I wouldn't really go each way because it's a bit of all, an all or nothing one. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if he doesn't start well, he, he might disappear or he might be used more out wide and off the bench. 
they have signed him on a permanent for Man City, by the way. So they've they've um, you know sort of taken him on permanently. So that also gives me a bit of encouragement. He's not like a lone player; they can just throw away. So yeah, I think I think that hundred is okay if you really want to take a flyer. Um, one other name, which is definitely not a new name, it's an old name, um, and not a player that I particularly. I say like, but particularly would look at normally in this, but it's just the price. Um, Andrus Weiman or Weiman. Mm. Um, yeah, no point in saying anything about him. No one, everyone knows who he is, and you know, there's nothing there. But I just think that there's 125s in a place, and that is with a firm who's play, playing five places. So, can he, I'll put it here, can he win? No, can he place? With one of his better recent seasons, and if you think like Gav is sweet on them, that Bristol City are going to improve, could he place, he possibly could, you know, he could possibly be around the mid-team mark, which might get you a place this year. Went, so, yeah, went close a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. With, with a couple of seasons ago, he'd be, he'd be around the places anyway. Mm. Was he... I'm sure last season was he fifties or something like that. I don't know. Um, he had he had a quite a poor scoring season, but he definitely wasn't 125. So he's getting a bit older, and um, maybe he'll see less minutes. But I think that price is okay from a place point of view as a as another big one anyway. I love the uh, yeah, I love the Michael Carrick angle of untapping. Mm or uncapping potential, the, yeah, uh, you know, a striker whisperer. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, you, you don't know whether the Akpon was just luck really or whatever, but it's, it just, I mean, it, to bring some balance, I've read some comments from Middlesbrough fans who think he's rubbish strike based on pre-season. So, oh, I don't know, he, he did score a goal and, and it's uh, it was a tap-in. So, who knows, but I'm pretty sure he's going to start as the number nine. So, on that alone, you've you've got to give him some sort of mm. chance if he if he starts well. Talking of uh, who knows, the difference in opinion in in League One, it's it's wow. like um, Never it's seen just anything like it. It's beg it's, what it is is it's, it's begging you to have a bet, right? It's begging you to it's begging if you're a punter. League One is 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 ripe for if you've got a strong opinion about something. Here's a here's a market that can't quite make up its mind. Yes. what price things should be <laughs> and that they should light up you know punters eyes and ears it doesn't make it any easier to form a strong opinion hence the reason why the market is um, there's a difference of opinion Derby still pretty popular though John yeah yeah for which we we can't see can we as we as we discussed before so I won't go over that again but looks like they're going to go off about 7 to 2 4 to 1 um big move for Bolton in the last week um I did think were the solid ones in as short as fives in a place now very very popular over the last week uh on the contrary uh, Portsmouth are still shortening uh, I didn't like them last I still don't like them especially at the price now um, uh, we got we got this market right really um, we, we said but it wasn't too difficult to work out but Barnsley and Peterborough aren't really uh, no one no takers for those two are there mm. from what we can see but behind that you've got mm. this is where it goes a bit mad you've got yeah you've got a lot of love for, for Charlton who what yeah. short as 10s Biggest is 18s. 18s, 18s yeah. Oh, you couldn't entertain the 10s, could you? 
they're going to be like I said, like we said in the previous preview. I think um, look, they're going to be fun to watch, but I'm not sold yeah, on. I any. think they're going to be the like the entertaining side. I can see them being like Peterborough, you know, up and down. Yeah, they're going to um, they're going to put a few teams. They, they strike me as a. Are they going to score? They're going to they're going to be absolutely dominant against like bottom six, bottom eight, and there's going to be some some huge scores. I think they open up against Orient, don't they? Which is yeah. Might be a good angle, but um, but yeah, it, I'm not sold on any sort of defensive improvement. But you got you got you got Charlton. You got I think probably Charlton feels like back in Alfie May is the probably the sensible way to get with Charlton improvement, which I think it, you know, it's you, almost the same thing there. Really, yeah. um, well, it's not because, like you say, it's um. Yeah, I think that's probably safer to be honest because mm. it's a similar price now, really. So Oxford, you got the same. So you got mm. tops nine to well, I don't know what they they're odds on for top six at Sky, but they're nine to yeah. four for Bet three six five, um, which is another. It's, it's good to see difference of opinion. Absolutely, you yeah. Don't, you don't normally get it now, so I presume it's based on how the books are looking, and mm. so that shows it's been a it was it is a competitive league as we've said. It's very very difficult to work out this year I think I think I think you landed on and you know Tim plenty of people side with him after as well I think do we think Blackpool feel like the most dependable of the lot yeah I thought I thought so when we recorded last week I still think so um, uh, yeah I think there's I think they're yeah I think they're solid enough as I said at the time whether they um Quite have enough. I'm not sure. Uh, who did they sign? They signed an attacking player, didn't they? There's been so many transfers this week. Of Blackpool. Um, let me have a look at that while we uh, okay. carry on. So. Um, yeah, Sporting have um, fourth favourites in the point spread. They're, they're five points behind Derby, but most most handicaps are giving Blackpool a double figure start at the very least. I think. Um, yeah, I agree. Out of all of them, Blackpool and Critchley feel like the most dependable. But like we said, hey, if you ever, if you ever wanted to see a group of teams just play five games and then form an opinion, this feels like exactly the group of teams that you'd want to you'd want to have a look at. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, I think I've gone mad there. I don't think they have, but they. Um, if anyone's interested, they are looking for a head of data an- analysis. I've just clicked on their website. So. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so, you could bundle the yeah. supercomputer under your arm. Yeah, so, strolling to. Uh, yeah, I'm, bring, I'm bringing in the, the supercomputer, lads. It, it says to, it says to sign Shane Long. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> they could do a, they could do a press shoot welcoming you to the club at the top of the um, yeah. the big one in Blackpool. I'm just pretty sure that's what all their press shoots look like. Um, anything in the goal scorer market? Lots of lots of rumours that Matty Gordon's going to be surplus to requirements at Coventry, which I thought, hey, if he makes his way to promotion chasing, chasing League One, he's um yeah, where would he go? It's um, somewhere in League One, you'd imagine. Somewhere in League One, I don't think we're I don't think we're quite ready to let go of him yet. But there's certainly strong rumours after we're you're not people... you, you like you like Matty Gordon. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, he's cult a hero, cult hero, still sharp as you like. Perhaps oh, yeah. championship just finding him out ever so slightly. Perhaps, and I'm starting to think that Jokerez was did not get the best out of. Well, he didn't get the best out of anyone because he was head down, and I'm going to shoot. 
So, so, uh, so I'm pretty sure the rest of the team felt like a passenger at times, and that was particularly true for Matty Godden. Anyway, they, we won't talk about a player that isn't in League One. <laughs> at the moment. Kind of, not like us to go off. To <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, Johnson Clark Harris is still a Peterborough. Price yeah. has drifted. This is this is this is now a bit different to when we talked because mm. he's now eight to one top price, and that isn't a price that I would want to lay because. He looks stu- he looks certain to start the weekend against in a mess Reading as I've called mm. them. Uh, all sorts going on there as usual. Um, it's not you know, you're not asking a massive amount that he scores one or two there, and he could be three to one on Monday. Um, the eights really factors in that he could still leave. So if you, if you like the eights, then I would say again you'd ha- you'd have to play that win only. Um, I think that that's probably getting towards about the right price with everything factored in now. Mm-hmm. Um, Colby Bishop is as short as five to one in a place. Wow. I never thought I'd see that. Um, wow, it's making, making my head hurt that price. Uh, <laughs> as much as I like him, as you know, that is that's ridiculous. Um, sorry, I mean it's linked linked to Portsmouth's um, move, obviously, but five five to one is. Oh. Way too short. It's still some, uh, still some twelves around for Alfie May. I haven't got odds checking in front of me, but yeah, I haven't. I checked it last night. I, I think I mentioned. I didn't think the fourteens would last, and I, I think the twelves is nearly all gone as well. Um, there's your, I there's think... your man. Just read. There's your ex-Oxford bloke man who's turned up at Blackpool. That's who you were thinking okay. of, was it? Um, oh yeah, Carl Joseph. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'll mention him in a minute. Yeah, that's uh, very good. Good job you've read my notes, and I haven't. <laughs> um, I, I still think Alfie May could could even challenge for favoritism in twenty four hours' time, but it depends how the market keeps going. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like him, but the price is getting towards where I'd have him. Uh, Ruben Rodriguez, the silly prices have gone. Um, the the new name that we've just mentioned, uh, Carl Joseph. Now he's gone to Blackpool as part of the Jerry Yates deal to Swansea. Now he's got a solid, you'd say a solid but not prolific record with mm-hmm. three sides in League One so far. Uh, but the nine with a pretty awful Oxford side that had hardly any creativity last term isn't the worst return. Uh, still only twenty one, gets a new permanent home. Um, if you like Blackpool like I do, um, and the market does lately, this is a variable price with like with um, a lot of them now. But he's been backed in quite a lot with some things as short as twenties, but there's still sixty sixes around. A um, little bit risky, but mm. at sixty sixes, I think he's well worth a go at sixty sixes. Carl Joseph, excellent. Like we said, it's. Um... League One is just begging you to have a strong opinion about something. John, I agree with you. Blackpool feels the Blackpool feels that Blackpool and the Neil and, and Critchley feels like the um, the least in risky Critchley way. We trust until exactly. he, until he leaves for the championship in January again. Let's finish off then with a quick look at League Two on the outrights. The Paul Mullin injury, which you take almost all responsibility right. for. Never misses a game, I did say. Hasn't never, missed never. a game in two seasons. Bang. Until, uh, until a Man United reserve keeper smashes Smash. into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was not happy, was he, Phil Parkinson? Um, no. 
so that's caused obviously a drift in the mullin price, a drift in the, a little bit of a drift in the Wrexham price as well. Mm. Stockport are plenty shorter now, aren't they? And um, I remember saying in our preview that hurry up because there's not much of the sevens left and that's gone. The 13 to 2 won't last. And I think what five to one, 11 to two feels like the best price they are now. Certainly popular yeah, in a lot of previews. Very, pop- very popular. Um, I still think there's a little bit of wiggle room in the remaining eights for Notts County. Mm-hmm. That'd be the only view I'd have now. Um, and I'll let you talk a lot more in League Two because I haven't got a lot of notes here. But the as for the top goal scorer now, really you got a little bit stumped by that Mullin injury because they shortened everyone in behind him, all the other fancied ones. Mm-hmm. Um Really, you've got absolutely no idea whether the revised twelve to one mulling is good, bad, or okay. Um, yeah. So, it, what what are they saying? It could be four. It could be eight weeks. I've seen. Mm. Um, it looks nasty, but you know, state the obvious that they've got the money to have the top care for him and everything. So, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the lower end of that. But even so, it's going to be difficult. But I wouldn't completely rule him out. Um, and as I say, all, all of the ones next that were next in the betting have all been smashed in. So I, I, there's nothing for me there now. What about you? You got a few notes on League Two? Um, yeah, Will Swan has been cut ever so slightly, but it, he's uh, in fact a big part of tomorrow's anytime notebook. Actually, is some some Mansfield thoughts because it sounds like he's not going to be fit for the weekend. Clough wants another week yeah, to get him that. back fit. It, Lucas Aikins was interesting. Um, Scored a couple in pre-season, a couple of double figures for seasons for Burton in League One. Hey, you know he's going to be one of those three or one of those two who's, at least. Who's he gone to? I've missed that completely. I'll... No, he's still at Mansfield. No, he's still at Mansfield. Still at Mansfield. Okay. But yeah, just, um, hey, just stand out 150s, I think uh, he's opened up. Yeah, at. that's fair enough. Um, which I thought was interesting. 1839 last season. Um, and if, you know, Nigel Clough just does... Difficult, difficulty keeping people fit, doesn't he? And, um, mm. you know, he could be one to benefit, relatively dependable. Nick, we, we mentioned about Nick Powell last time. He's opened up at four. Is not too sure. We said about the, the um, Tens Langstaff has long gone, hasn't it? Uh, Sutton will make up a big chunk of my notes as well tomorrow that they look like they're um, just, just, just gone, off, gone off Sutton ever so slightly. I, I was really keen to look at their points, what they were going to be pitched at. So 57 and a half they were. And you remember from the preview that we did of League Two, that their expected points had not changed. They had a massive drop-off last year, but the expected points were still in the 70s. And I think, you know, could you could you just could you just depend on Matt Gray just to get, you know, similar performance? And they you know, they left a lot on the table, as we you know, we said this plenty of times, and they just needed to I think they shipped out they shipped, you know. This is all down to Matt Gray. This is this 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 kind of rebuild, and I, th- I can just kind of sense that there's a that he's had a few injuries pre-season. They're they're slow starters notoriously in this division anyway. They've started slow on both seasons that they've been back in the in the football league. I know they scored. They've um they've signed Aidan O'Brien, haven't they? But um, I was yeah, just just gone off the them. For them, I thought. Sorry, yeah. that was a bit of a um. I know it's kind of a high-profile high signing for them, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Him way. and um, him and Harry Smith should be pretty mm. potent, right? Um, should well, be, yeah. 
Um, so slightly gone off that. But I'll, I'll mention Bradford again, who I know, I know I'm on the Bantams forum this week and, uh, Look, I know there's plenty of neg- negativity around, but it's like standard regression has almost been it's been built into like everything. So you can you can buy their points at sixty nine, which is you know they got seventy six last year. So we almost I, I just think this this expectation that the market all the market has right that they are going to regress this year and that last year was their time. You know, not backing Mark Hughes to go out and find a little bit extra, considering you know I, I'm of the opinion that he figured it out after Christmas, few injuries just in and around the World Cup and they went on, you know, five without a win, six without a win. But what well, I mentioned it hundreds of times when Sam Stubbs came into that side, shored things up. Look, think things didn't go well for them in the playoffs. Cole's giving them 14 points on a handicap, which even if you're, you know, even if they stay where they are, gets them to just above 90 points. You normally need mid nineties to get into the places in this league two handicap market. That's the one bet I have had. I've, I've backed Bradford on the, on the handicap. Um, being given 14 um, anything else for me I think that was just about it in League 2 John I know this is like a, hey we've reached the end of our kind of like pre-season previews I know this is a horrible question um, for, for, stitch, stitch me up here listeners no there's just hey Price if Price if Price wasn't an op, if Price wasn't a factor who wins League 2 for you Oh, that is a good question. Oh, it's yeah. a tough question to ask a gambler, right? Because price is everything. If price but... wasn't a quite an option. That's. <sighs> I would, if you if you had to put your neck on the line, I would say I'd stick with Wrexham. You stick with Wrexham, top goal scorer. Ooh. Um... Yes, um, God, that's a tough question. Sorry, it's completely, completely gone blank here. Um, I've completely uh, forgotten who's next in the list. Hang on, come back to me on that one. Come back to you. So, I, so I'll, I'll do the same. League two winners for me. I'll stick my neck out and say Bradford, goal scorer. I'm on Harry Smith at big prices. If it's not going to be him, I think Langstaff runs away with it. Um, what about League One, John? League One winner. Okay, league, league two top goal scorer. Okay, yeah, yeah, league go, two. I will, I will, I will go for change of mind. Of it. I'll go for Ali Al Hamadi. Okay, which you did mention. Excellent. Just for a uh, slightly new name. Yeah, League One. Right, we're playing the same game in League One. League a price not an option. So we we got to just so that everyone knows. Yep. You know, hey, look where our colours might be nailed. Uh, what do you reckon? League One winner. Uh, Bolton. Me too. I'll say Bolton. League One top goal scorer. <laughs> Ooh, uh, boring, but Clark Harris. Clark Harris. I'll go with Ben House, who yeah, no, it signed a new contract um, this week. Didn't well, he said then. Price wasn't an option. I still no, I still still no. Price is not an option. I'll still I'd okay. still now my colours to Ben House to the Ben House. Uh, what about the championship then? Winner and top goal scorer, John. Um, winner I will go for Southampton yes Um, top top goal scorer scorer, that is a difficult one Mm, I will go for I don't know Gav (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I keep saying I don't know who's going to start favourite. Uh, even with a free reign of it, with no consideration of price, I can't because I'm just looking at these front six and they're all going to leave. I'm right. Um, I, feel, I feel like the emotional torment that I've just been put you through over there. I, I feel it like yeah, vicariously. Josh Sargent. There we go. Josh Sargent. Go on, Josh. Your mate. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's what we do. Right? We fabricate. We'll still be. This will, we'll still be calling back to this in like May. Like there's some yeah, unknown right. hatred for Josh, Josh Sargent. Isn't it? That's right. Never, that's never a, existed. Uh, that I completely made up. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's good. Uh, I, I also landed on Southampton and Ellis Sims as top goal scorer. All of which, all of which, I'll do, I'll do a bit of editing there, John, so we arrive at that. <laughs> it sounds like we arrived. Yeah, we no, didn't spend the last that, 20 minutes. I, don't mind. Uh, I, think, I think I've slightly fried my brain with all this preview. Yeah. We need to. Uh, we need gone to... over and over these names, and you just, especially the championship, it's just like really confusing. The top goal scorer, anyway. Uh, if we, it's what we're here for, though, right? We love solving puzzles, and at this time of season, there's plenty of puzzles to be solved. Uh, John, I'll do some. I'll consolidate some of those thoughts, and um, we'll share on the. Let's do it on the the Anytime Notebook. Twitter um, account. Hey, we'll share the, the anti-post portfolio. Let's, let's drive a bit of accountability this year and we'll, uh, we'll let people know exactly where we're standing before a ball is kicked. Yes. We kick off tomorrow. Follow, right? follow, follow, is it called Twitter? It's not called Twitter anymore. Oh, uh, not anymore. If X, you, is it called X? X something like that. Yeah. Something like follow that. us on X, whatever that means. I still call it the Rico after it being the CBS for two years. So I'm afraid yeah. Elon Musk still, has still got still a call it. Still calling it MySpace. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Follow us on MySpace and... Uh, send us a message on MSN if you're listening. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow night, John. We, we, we plan to do a recording tonight, but no one's come up with any prices and we've got opinions to get out of our mouths. So, um, yeah. Can they hurry up, please? Yeah, general reminder, whoever... Whoever, whoever, starting, the, whoever the firms outsource their goal scorer pricing to, just get them to send them through so that you can put some prices up on your oh. website. Don't be nervous. We've got opinions that you want to back. That's what you're in the business it's, for. They're, wait, they're waiting for ours to push them out, I think. <laughs> the, the, the usual. Well, we'll be out tomorrow. We'll be out tomorrow, lads. That's it. They, those traders are getting us. Where are your prices? Oh, we're just waiting for um, John and Gareth to see what they fancy and then, yeah. Knock they, out any, the uh, 14s to 18. <laughs> Uh, whatever you are backing this year this brings to an end our our pre-season anti-post coverage like I said we'll get all our selections up whatever you are backing this year remember marathon not a sprint be lucky Um, I say a marathon not a sprint but let's get we get it all back when Tommy Conway is what 15 15 clear at the bushes Come on, come Christmas. Uh, we'll be back. Get sold to someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> John, we'll be back tomorrow. Good to hear from you uh, and everyone else. Yeah, be lucky. Goodbye. Goodbye.